0: Greetings fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Equinox, a sequel to The Migration. It was written by Sean Little. He will be jamming it for us and this is episode four. Our recap will be given by Mick Swan as his character Dr. Percy Daniels. So without further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Mick. Thanks Tom.
1: Dear Dolly, it was lovely to hear from you as ever, and I greatly enjoyed the shortbread, a delicious reminder of the old country. I'm sorry to hear that you're having complications with your leg. But old age can be so troublesome sometimes. It sounds like your garden is coming on nicely, but I'm not surprised to learn that the azaleas in your kitchen aren't doing so well. They can be such a problematic houseplant. Have you tried adding a wee drop of vinegar to their water? They prefer an acidic soil and it may be a benefit to them. My apologies for having taken so long to reply, but shortly after receiving your letter, I found myself called away on a wholly unexpected trip to an archaeological dig site, as they call it, in the United States of America, Ohio to be specific. There are several other locals from Pardew Mills here, Mr. Marsden, our local handyman, Mr. Perry, who is one of the town's many hunters and trappers, and Ma Mackenzie, a rather colourful local character with whom you may be familiar from your visit a few years ago. Also in attendance, of Dr. Brodie, a professor of biology who visited us a couple of years ago during that unfortunate business with the caribou, and a rather dashing aerialist named Captain Montgomery. It's a curious place. The locals seem to be hiding something, although I have no idea what and some of my compatriots have been behaving in a most unconventional manner. Dr. Brodie seems rather preoccupied with something, and Mr. Perry swears he heard giggling of all things in the woods. Following a trip in Dr. Brodie's balloon, which was most exhilarating, I was able to advance a theory about the landscape which I believe may have been of some small use to the archaeologists, or at the very least, it made me feel useful for five minutes. By the sound of things, they're having an issue with thieves who may have vandalised another site near their dig. I, I made the acquaintance of Mr Washburn, the local mayor, who is very interested in the dig, and in, in particular with the plethora of dogs the archaeologists archeolo- keep about the place. He's a very hospitable chap, but not at all taken by this mania for temperance which seems to have overtaken his countrymen. He confided in me over a wee nightcap that he suspects a tramp who passed through the region may be involved on the, in the pilfering on the dig site. Now, I'm inclined to a more romantic view of the gentlemen of the road, preferring to think of them as poetic dreamers wandering blissfully through nature. But I suppose the reality is markedly different, especially in these trying times. So perhaps Mr. Washburn has a point. This brings me to a more troubling incident, One which I feel may upset you, but it, it had a profound effect on, on my mood and I, I fear that I must unburden myself to someone or, or I shall quite lose my wits. Last night, shortly after my conversation with Mr. Washburn, I took to my bed and some time later found myself roused from my slumber by a commotion in the hallway. It appears that Ma Mackenzie and Mr. Marsden heard some kind of animal screeching and flapping from outside, and Mr. Marsden swears he saw some kind of enormous winged creature. Of course, I suggested it was probably a large owl, but young Mr. Marsden insisted that it was something much larger and wholly more terrifying. He insisted that we give chase to this strange beast, and having little time to do more than pull on my boots and overcoat, I hurried outside where we all jumped into the motor car and roasted raced off in pursuit of this avian curiosity. After a fruitless search for the mysterious animal, we ended up at the dig site, wherein we encountered a scene that was at once inexplicable and profoundly disturbing. The dogs, Dolly. The poor dear dogs had been massacred by some manner of wild beast. The the, the, the poor beasts appeared to have been raised up by some force and thrown down to earth by what I can only surmise must have been the same creature Mr. Marsden espied. The only witness, told of seeing some manner of terrible flying lizard. And and with that, I was struck by a flood of formerly forgotten memories. Memories of awful things I've seen in the wilderness. Things far better forgotten. I must say, I have my misgivings about this business. As a naturalist, the thought of discovering some new species of animal is certainly seductive, but having seen the carnage this thing has brought and the terror it seems to strike into the hearts of those who see it, I am tempted to suggest that this discovery would suit a younger man than I. I am painfully aware of the limitations age has heaped on me, and I fear I would not be up to the task, not by any measure. I am sorry, dear, to have unburdened myself in this manner, but I find it hard to talk with my companions. They are young and full of vigour, passion and ideas, and sometimes I struggle to make sense of my thoughts. As I grow older, it becomes harder to put my thoughts in order. Memories come and go unbidden, and I find myself increasingly struggling for the right words with which to articulate myself. The written medium frees me from that burden. I may sit here for some time searching for the right word or phrase, but the finished product happily does not belie that flaw. I hope, dear sister, to have happy news when I next write... Hopefully I will have returned to Pardue Mills in the serene, wild beauty of the North. Life down here, for all its conveniences, is perhaps a wee shade too exciting for me. I remain, as ever, your loyal and devoted brother, Percy. Thank you very much. That's
2: excellent. It's morning, as I remember. Or as I make it. <laughs>
0: I think we had things that we were going to do. I wanted to talk to the uh, the fellow that saw the thing, mm-hmm. but I think the others had other things they wanted to do. Ma's Ma, got a meeting.
3: Yeah, I got a meeting. I got to go to. It's at eleven
2: thirty. Yeah, it's mid morning. We'll see.
1: Well, I, I I would also be interested in in, in, in talking to this, this this gentleman who saw, saw the creature. It um, it it sounds like a very unusual animal. I, I honestly can't imagine what it could be. Did are they, you in, in
2: the restaurant? Just offhand, when you guys are t- doing, are you still in the lobby of the hotel, or where are you all deciding what you're doing?
0: Right so now we're at breakfast.
1: Okay, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Sorry did Did he say it was some sort of lizard?
0: oh, yeah, he seemed confused when I said flying lobster. Could this be something else
1: well you you, you know they've they, they've um you know, the only thing like that I can think about is um they they found fossils of 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 great flying dinosaurs
0: ah uh. You're, you're talking about uh, pteranodons and pterodactyls. Yes,
1: there's yes, great, great big things with great big crests on their head.
0: Well, I've, I've run across these rumors of animals such as that before. There's the, the Loch Ness Monster and, and so forth. The thing is, is that for any species to survive, there would have to be quite a few of them. And if there were quite a few of them, we would know about it. So is I that, don't think that there's any dinosaurs living.
1: Is is there not a na- Native American myth of the, the, the thunderbird? That
0: is true. You, you are know,
1: correct. They, they they speak of that in Canada. I right? perhaps it's the same down here. But um,
0: causes um, lightning. One,
1: yes, yeah. well, one would imagine that perhaps it has a, a basis in fact. Well, I always imagined it was something like the. the just an extinct North American condor or something, but uh...
0: maybe. But, uh, certainly they I mean the Native American deities are all based on animals. so to base one on a large bird makes sense. doesn't actually have to mean anything.
1: Well, however, of course, I mean, I'm I'm suggesting a a bird, but the gentleman did quite clearly say that that it was a lizard.
0: I'm wondering, I'm more concerned with what it was doing here. Why was it killing the dogs? And I feel that it, because of our story that we've been told about uh, the fellow who tried to make that city up at Star City, Part of Mills that it was something summoned, summoned by the artifact that we're looking for. I think something I'm just I could be completely wrong, but I'm speculating based on the things that we know. Something was digging in that uh, that copes. They may have found something, the thing that we're looking for. They used it somehow to summon this dragon, for all intents and purposes, a large flying lizard. But I think that also, that's why I want to talk to the man, that he may have just been hysterical. He may have seen dragon when it was a giant flying lobster. Who knows?
2: As you're eating and discussing, um, a vehicle does pull up and Captain Montgomery is dropped off.
0: Oh, there's the mysterious Captain Montgomery. I wonder what he's been up to. He's
2: carrying a box, and he's um, heading to the front desk, so you go from there.
4: Dean, we're over here. Oh, Dr. Brody. Gentlemen, how are we? Ma McKenzie. Captain. Sorry about my uh, little uh, trip there, I was had an urgent message from my brother askis um for a package that I needed to pick up in Chilcooth.
0: Wow, you missed a yes. rather exciting night.
4: Um and I put put Oh I say. Um, it, well the here's the package. It, uh, well I, I open the box and um it's I sort of look around and make sure there's not too many people watching us. Um, And I pull out, it's very clearly a fake, but it's it's, uh, an exact copy of the piece that was in the video, like in in the film we watched, of the opposite side of the connecting star. Uh, uh. So they've sent us a copy of that one. Of the one that was found in Canada.
0: So we're looking for something that looks like this.
4: Yeah, the opposite side, because remember, it's got one side we think has like has the this, this stick part to stick into the hole. Sure. Um, so it's like the uh, opposing part. So I've, we've got a fake of the original half.
0: Well, we had quite the evening last night, and I'll just say we relate to him all of the events that took place.
5: Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: And we think that it probably is related to the object that somebody has found it and used it. For nefarious reasons, which, if that's true, it means that there are some people here that know more than what they're saying.
4: Have, do we have any leads as to who uh, it may have been who took that that piece out of the of the crawl?
0: We're hoping to talk to the little girl this yes. morning or this afternoon after she gets out of school. Is that right, Ma?
3: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll meet with her after uh, after my meeting.
0: I think that we should tonight at the 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 or this afternoon this morning, sorry, afternoon morning evening. I'm a little rattled. You understand? Uh, when you talk to the ladies, you get some information about the other families around here because it was yeah. who is not liked, who is shunned, who is because mm. some some I'm smelling cult again. You know? Oh yes some yeah, dark you know. person doing something.
3: If anyone will know, I think it will be these ladies. I think they uh, they have a good sense of uh, who comes in and out of this town and who's not welcome.
0: I, I think it might be a local because Mr. Uh, Mr. Zephyr said that all of the, uh, the archaeologists were pretty well vetted before they were brought in.
3: Well, and also this this tramp we've got.
4: Uh, yeah, so I was just going to mention I, that. I mean, he's He's probably
3: my number one suspect if I had to put it, pin it how on. Would him him, feel, him.
4: Um, how would you feel, Um. how would you feel, Jimmy, if, if uh, we went up in, in the Raven and uh, see if we could see any signs of um this tramp somewhere?
5: I like the way you think. That's exactly what I was going to recommend.
4: All right, well, if I could suggest maybe we escort uh, Ma to, the, to this, this talk and then we go up in the Raven and see if we can see anything, any signs of, of a campsite, or I can cover a lot more ground in the Raven than, than the balloon because um, I can move further along and so and so forth. Uh, I think that could be the, the way to go.
0: Yeah, yes. Percy and I will go speak to the man who, uh, who saw mm.
5: it.
4: How hard is it to fly one of those things? Could I do it? Uh, once we're up there, we'll, so we might get, let you take over the controls for a while. Um, just as you're talking,
2: just so you know, it is mid-morning. It's like nine or nine o'clock or so. Uh, you do see from the windows of where you're sitting, a horse go by. And it's not, you know, this time, it's in these small towns, especially in the Midwest, is not unheard of to see people riding horses uh, on streets. Horse rides by. And it's the lady who runs the shop, Ms. Chalmers. And she's behind her, she has a smaller horse that she's towing behind her. And as um, you recollect from conversation, she drops her daughter off at school on her way to work some days.
3: I think we actually had this conversation last week. I think that's what we ended on. Oh, yes.
4: Okay, sorry. So, yeah. Um, just so when when I went obviously to the to the counter, to the desk, they gave me uh some mail. Um so I've just sit there and I've, I've opened this note that was left for me um, and I've got this really confused look upon my face um, and I sort of look at you all and then kind of like I'm trying to make a decision and then, and then I go, chaps, does this make at all any sense to you? Um, you need to be made aware of a situation regarding your current employer. There is more to their doings than you have been made aware please research the Crimean bombing of two years ago and make note of the connections to your work around that time I will contact you at a later date b sterling well it's it's,
1: its it's rather uh, it's, it's rather strange that you should, should um, draw attention to that because um i i also received um Prime I, I i received a note also from a, a, a b sterling although mine mine is 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 um rather less edifying it, it simply says uh, sir be careful the, the, the people you're dealing with are not what they seem but please, suggest you play along for now. Do not draw suspicion to yourself that you have been made aware of this fact. What?
4: B. Sterling. B. Sterling. The name does ring a bell for some reason.
1: And, and, and you, 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 this, this person uh, recommended that you, you research a, a bombing in the Crimea.
4: Yeah, it's it supposing so and get the connections to my work. How, well, how does
3: that
0: connect?
4: I, I don't know. Apparently that's what I'm supposed to research. Uh,
0: Mr. Montgomery, you You know better than any of us uh, the people involved here. Mm. Uh, to be honest, are um, being contacted by them uh, was somewhat alarming we uh, after after what happened in party mills we, uh, we we're very untrustworthy so i wouldn't be surprised to find out that uh, Apollo
4: or uh, it's Apollo Apollo and Dominion uh, sort yeah
0: Dominion have are collecting artifacts for some reason
4: well i i know i know they're collecting artifacts for facts since i've collected a few for them but i i just assumed it was for the uh the the oh i we we have this and we can put it on display you know as a as a sign of of wealth and prosperity of saying we have this um but i i had no idea they would use it for 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 any type of means
0: I think the very fact that they are people in power makes them want more power. I don't know. I'm just completely speculating they all might be a bunch of nice guys, and and we're completely wrong, but uh, you've been getting notes that say to be careful and watch out. Yes, yes. Those could be coming from who? Mr. B. Sterling. Uh, that. Mm. They're just uh, maybe he's as paranoid as we are, but then again, we've con- we've we've kind of kept our minds open about this Dominion and uh, Apollo Corporation.
5: Mr. Percy, does that uh, does that name ring a bell to you?
1: Crimean Bomb it sounds military. Well, I I, 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 I'm, I mean, of course I'm old enough to remember uh, the, the 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 war. Um, well, I am. Uh, I, I didn't fight in it, um, but but I, I, I remember it. Um, but, but that 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 region is is uh, is very much um, very fractious. Um, uh, is is that not part of the, the Soviet Union now? Surely.
0: Should we do a history roll? Absolutely. Maybe it's something we know about history. Okay. We got twenty-two out of forty-five.
4: I failed. Forty-eight
0: out of thirty. Ma's not going it, to. It's it. not really my. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Well, you recommend you. You can rem- remember that. There's always, from that part of the world, there's always stories coming out about things happening and the occasional assassination, that sort of thing. But you do remember specifically that about two years ago, around October, November, it was in the fall, you remember this, there was a church along a river, and it was. they had photos of it before and after. It was a beautiful church, hundreds and hundreds of years old. And all you remember is, very poorly. It wasn't a, a town that was ber- popula- populated with lots of people. It was just a small little church, middle of nowhere. The next day, it was flattened. And when they went, to, the, all the reports that were coming out of that area were kind of scattered. But you know that there was a church that was totally destroyed, nothing left whatsoever, and the ground was blackened from whatever whatever destroyed the church. They just assumed it was some terrorist act of some sort.
3: Mm.
0: Well, oh, to be the communists they uh, they did a lot of things like that, but uh, I do seem to recall the photograph
4: but he wants us to investigate that well yes, from what he's uh hinting at very strongly is that in some ways this, this bombing was connected to my own work in the acquisitions department hmm. Do you wish to do some kind of a memory roll?
2: <laughs> well, do you want me to tell you what you were doing two years ago? Yeah. Okay. T- two years ago, you were on a number of different expeditions. Uh, when you think back, when you when you realized that it was around the fall, you do mm-hmm. you took a break towards the end of summer. You were in Greece. Okay. And you do remember you got a very quick, short response. They asked you to pick something up on the border. Uh, the northern border of Greece and it was something in a small seaside town when you got there it was a very shifty kind of place you had to go to a bar middle of nowhere and someone just walked up to you before you even got out of your vehicle handed you a box that contained a book you know better than to go poking around at what you're handed because you know that the rules are the rules it was wrapped in some kind of sheepskin and tied with a, a tight knot in this box You checked it. It was exactly what you were told to expect. You got the vehicle, turned around, went right back where you came from. Uh, When you returned it to your your employer's contacts, they paid you with a bonus. They were extremely happy to receive it. Uh, Ecstatic would be the words you would use if you were thinking about the reaction versus previous work. And they did ask you to keep very quiet about this. Mm. That's the only work you did
4: between the end of the summer and Christmas time. So I relay all of, all of that to, to, to the others. Um, yeah. A book you say. Felt like a book. Yes. I, 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 from, uh, when I'm given jobs like these, I, I don't tend to dig too far into, uh, what it is. Maybe, maybe I should, but, um, I didn't. And, um, it felt like a book. Um, but who knows, it could have been what that's the only job that I did around that time. So if he's saying this, uh, the bombing was connected to my own work, then well, this is the only thing that I, I can think of that would be. but how could a book be involved with the bombing? And there's recipes to make a bomb I, I don't
0: who were the people who picked up the
4: book? Uh, just uh, uh, workers from from Dominion uh, connections. Um, they they send people to to inform me of of things, and so it's almost like pass the parcel. I suppose I I hand it on to the, someone higher up, and and my, my, most of my uh, my job is uh, I get told things by my brother Atticus. He's 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 higher up than me, and he's the one that sends me on my jobs and and gives me my contacts and who to meet and. And so on and so forth so I mean but, uh, even last night he was the one that sent me off to get this package
0: I've I've heard tell of certain books um, that are forbidden because they contain dangerous information um, I've I've tried very hard to get my hands on one of them um when I was doing research uh, before all this started uh trying to find out more about the Migoi, uh there was information in a in a book that's referred to as the necronomicon uh there's right. there's a version, there's a translation of it I think in in latin at uh Miskatonic University. I think there's another one in the British Museum. Um, but I think the original is written in Arabic or something like that. But this is a book that is considered by many that that reading it can drive a person crazy. Uh, um, trying to read it apparently can drive you crazy too because they won't let me see it. Um, if it was a book... I'm wondering if it was some sort of book like this, some incredibly rare you're you're sent out for artifacts. Are they ever just regular artifacts that just happen to be valuable?
4: Yeah. Well, more often than not, that's it's, it's, it is that it's, you know, going to get these, these artifacts of some, of some kind and then I bring them back. And that, that, that's why I said, that's what made it so interesting when I did bring this, icing back to, to the my contacts, they were ecstatic. They were beyond happy that I I had brought this one in. And con- I, I, let me tell you, this not actually, this job was a lot easier.
0: I'm sorry. No, the, the contacts were not the actual people that were after the book. They were just no. in betweens. Yes. Yes.
3: Um, Hey, uh, everyone, uh, just, just to interrupt. Uh, uh so one of us, uh, I don't know. I guess I could run over there real quick. Um I was gonna go talk to Mr. Chalmers before uh before he starts hitting the bottle a little bit harder. Uh does anyone wanna wanna join me real quick or
4: uh... Well why don't um Jimmy and I uh walk you over there and, and talk to Mr. Chalmers and then we'll walk you over to um the ladies meeting and then and and then uh Dr. Brody and, and Percy, you can um Go on to uh, this the gentleman who who saw the the creature and uh, Jimmy and I will go up in the raven
0: Yes We've got to go back to the the site
3: Okay, all right, so I guess we'll, we'll head over to mr. Chalmers See how he's
2: doing Okay. Are all three of you going to go in or just uh, you, Ma, or what, uh, you're all walking over together. Are you, Well, three of you are walking over, I guess.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think it would be okay if all three of us go in. Um, it may be a little socially awkward just for like one woman to like show up at a guy's house in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this time I think having, having the guys there might be a little bit more socially acceptable.
5: What about before, uh, Sean, can you remind me, if, if memory serves, didn't he have a big old padlock on the barn? Yes, he did. Yeah. And and I'm super curious about that. I wonder if you two talk to him as like a distraction, and then maybe I can snoop around and see through cracking the boards or something. I mean, it's a barn. It can't be. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, you'll
2: have to drive, though. Remember, it's not—it's actually fairly close to the job site. It's not right next in the town, but that's a there's a vehicle you're given use of. Okay. So you probably want to drop off the other two down by the. Oh, actually, yeah, whatever way you want to do it. Let's just say you can go. <laughs> Whoever wants to go places can go there. It makes sense. You've got time. Uh, so, it, you all pay your bill, get your things together, you head off. Um, Chalmers House. You can see, the, like I said before, there's a small house out front, which is the the more upkept newer house. There's the older farmhouse, which is a little smaller, and then there's a barn out back and some minor outbuildings. You pull in the driveway, and uh, there you go. Okay. Um, yeah.
3: I mean, Jimmy, if you wanted to like get out beforehand or whatever, and just kind of like scoot like you know around. The yeah, side, a little bit
2: down the. Yeah. There's a, there's a line of trees. You can certainly pull the car over before you get to the property itself and walk down a ditch and up the other side and you're
5: great. I'll do that.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. So
3: yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go up to the door and, and give it a knock.
2: Okay. You can smell coffee. You can smell bacon. Um, you can see a fellow in there in and cleaning up his dishes a bit. Whatever he does after he eats his breakfast, what dries his hands in a tea towel and uh, walks over and says, Oh, can I help you? Seems to hey, recognize you.
3: But... Yeah. Hey there, Mr. Chalmers. Nice to see you in the, the light of day. Nice. Uh, we're just uh, come by to come by to check in on you. Um, you know, and you know, see if anything had happened during the middle during the night or uh...
2: I had an excellent sleep. I'll tell you that much. First time in ages, I thought all those dogs stopped barking. Holy, mm-hmm. my daughter, I, from what I gather, my granddaughter had a good sleep as well, and she hasn't uh, been sleeping too well either. Mm. Yeah, but I see. I can see from here, though, there's a lot of equipment going back and forth. They're setting up some kind of lights, and a fella came to see me, and he uh, wants to come see me in an hour or two to uh, talk about expanding the lease uh, to include wall property in the side of that creek there. Uh, they'll pay for it. You're working with them, aren't you? I recognize you guys.
4: Yes, 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 we are. Ah, so, was, uh, so you say you're you you're happy for them to, to, to start digging in the in the new area? Then you have no aversions to that. Oh no! Oh, if they want to pay me extra money to dig a little few few more holes, or they want to fill them back
2: in afterwards, heck, they can flatten that whole place out if they want. I'll, I'll turn it into some kind of farmland somehow.
3: Mm. Yeah, I bet these mounds kind of disrupt your uh, your farmland. Ah.
2: Actually, the trees are growing all up, and I might have to cut down the trees and yank out the roots and all that. And then you got the scientists telling me I shouldn't do that. And if they want to pay me to keep the stuff there so they can dig holes, I'll let them do that for now. Right, right.
3: So someone from, from Apollo came and talked to you then about?
2: Yep. yep, that's, yep there's, you can see there's some paperwork over there. And it's the original land lease they, they signed with them to do the dig. You can see it's just underneath a, an empty scotch bottle or rye bottle, risky a bottle on the, the table there.
3: Yeah, you know, we, we ran into Hope and uh, she said she slept pretty well too. So, so all, all three of you have been having, having problems uh, sleeping then, huh?
2: Well, the dogs, they, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're generally the people, during the day you're doing things, you've got work to do on, or whatever, but at nighttime the dogs are constantly barking. Yeah, now they stopped.
5: Yeah, yeah, yes, they have.
3: Yeah, I can hear them all the way in, in town. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you grow out here, if you don't mind me asking? What do you what do you farm out here?
2: Well, I did grow wheat. My father grew a lot more than I grow. He he had grand aspirations of taking on the property on the other side of the river there at one point. He tried. He and his father before him they tried to do some. Moving the stream didn't quite work. They wanted to push the water over this way a bit so they could expand the wheat land over there. It just constant failure. The soil just wasn't great. Right now, I just grow really just what we need for ourselves: some grain, some hay for the horses, and I don't make a lot of money at it.
4: So sure was your, your father to. that um, that diverted the the stream. Oh, I, I remember that. Yes. I was probably about 10 or 11 or
2: maybe a little younger. He had some workmen and he had, a, he had some money at the time. His father left him and he bought that land on the far side and he thought to himself, I'm going to move this river. And he, uh, just, he thought he could irrigate the land. He had some, he took, took a book out of the library on something like that. Thought he was going to do something big and ended up having to sell the land. Which was enough. I mean, he died a few years later. It was enough to pay for all everything we owed. And I've just been kind of doing what I do, doing what I can. Right, right, yes, I see. Um, did you want to cut to Jimmy, or uh, yep. should we finish the yep. conversation? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's good. Okay, by this time, Jimmy, they're they're settled in. You can see through the window. They're in there talking. they they've sat down at the table and they're chatting away now. So, uh, what you gonna do?
5: Yeah, perfect. Um, any workers about that I need to worry about?
2: I no. uh, you can see the work site, but nobody on this property.
5: Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, so I'm just gonna make my way over to the barn, and uh, I assume it's still locked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Then, whatever's easier, whether it be, like maybe the doors, I can pull them and get it to open a little bit, to peek in or start making mm-hmm. my way around the, the outside and just look for a gap in the boarding? Um,
2: you can, the door isn't, you know, they're not tight. You can certainly pull them open enough to look in like about four inches or so Okay. Uh, and it, it's lights comes in through the, between the, you know, the siding and such. You can see that there's a, there's some stalls in there. Have you, has Jimmy ever worked on a farm or been around uh, farms at all?
5: Probably not. I guess. Probably but not, where you know. live, yeah. hmm. I mean, it's rural. Say,
2: do you have a natural world or anything like that? Or
5: I do have some. Yes, forty. <clears> take
2: <throat> a roll. <clears throat> I'll give you a bonus to it. Uh,
5: fifty-one.
2: Bonus. Close enough. Okay. Um you you can smell. The smell, you can, you can smell it's horses. That's what you can smell It was in the barn. Mm-hmm. And uh, just from looking inside, you can see that it's well-kept. And it uh, seems like the floor is nicely swept. It's almost like someone had just swept it that morning. So looks clean, looks tidy. little ladder going up to loft up above.
5: Hmm. Okay. I never heard of someone sweeping a barn before, but that's unusual.
2: Well, the floor between this, the, the stalls.
5: Mhm. Uh is it dirt floor or like a wooden or concrete hard packed dirt. Okay. Uh you mentioned the horses from the woman and the girl, so the horses would be out of the barn right now, I'm assuming.
2: Uh if you just listen for even just a moment, you can hear yeah. breathing inside, so there's 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 at least one more horse in there.
5: Oh, okay. All right, so nothing unusual. All right, I'll make my way back to the car because I don't really want to interrupt them in the house now. Okay, easy enough. You can do that. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, you guys still talking away? Yeah. Um,
3: uh, how long has this uh, barn been in your family? Mr. Mr. Chalmers' this farm.
2: Well, my grandfather purchased it. That's all I remember. I know for sure. Okay. I haven't seen the deed. I mean, the deed's around somewhere. I think my daughter keeps track of all that information. You know, it was my was dad's, thinking, and now it's mine.
3: You know, while I was thinking of it, um, have you guys had problems sleeping in this place? This- part uh, you know uh, on the farm here in the past or is it or has it just been since we moved all the dogs in at the site
2: ah i haven't remembered my daughter or my granddaughter complaining about sleeping previously mm-hmm. i sleep like a rock usually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't remember going to bed half the time
3: yeah ma just kind of nods politely uh, <laughs> like she doesn't know what that's all about um uh and uh ma kind of looks out of the corner of her eye and uh you know she's you know she's she's jimmy um and uh well you know mr Thomas, i i that's about all i all i had just wanted to, to check in on you i'm kind of the kind of the outreach person i guess for <laughs> for the, for the Group. so well it's nice uh, to have a lady come
2: by that's for sure yes
3: yes with my my womanly charms uh you
2: know, <laughs> but uh, he doesn't know.
3: well well you let me know if you need anything else okay i'll be i'll be the point person all right
2: absolutely if there's I, i'm gonna sign off on that lease paperwork if you're going back to the digs so i just let them know send the fella back i'm sure. good to have everybody i'm happy to take their money for as long as they want to give it to me I could certainly use, I mean, my daughter, my granddaughter's precious child. And I certainly want to make sure she has everything she needs and I do worry about her mother. So yep. With uh, just happy to, happy to help out, I guess. Um, they want to pay me to dig holes. They can go right ahead.
3: Is, is there like a, can I see on there, does it kind of outline or is there like a map of what part specifically they want to buy from him?
2: Well, what the, uh, do you actually sort of glance over at it and make it Yeah, see that you
3: I'm gonna see kinda, that you're doing it? Kinda, I'm going to kind of take a look at it if I can. He says, hey, do you want to see what they're offering?
2: You can take a look if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah.
3: you know, I just wanted to see where they're kind of expanding
2: to. Uh, well, Duarte. I can only – yeah, I, I, I'll i be honest with you people. I can't read. Ah, okay. I just nope. know where to sign. it, And you do look – He,
3: My mom could read he, either. It's no shame.
2: His signature is on the other papers, and it's really just a – scrawl. Mm. And he says, he said, my daddy told me to just make a mark that looked like that. Yeah. And I see the picture. I do, I know the maps and you can see where the current lease is, like where the dig site is. They're expanding it to the other side of the cops, a good hundred feet past the other mounds. Mm. And uh, it's, it's like a, a, like a rectangular extension of the whole lease that they've leased so far. Term is for a month and the cost and they've doubled the price. And so it's expanding to the,
3: the mound that we saw had been kind of had been dug mm-hmm. into, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So they hadn't previously had that land under their um, auspices. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Chalmers. And, you know, again, let, let me know if you need anything else.
2: Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Right Feel right free in- to okay. stop by. Yeah, if you wanna wanna pop by for a nip in the afternoon, come on down. Oh, well, you know, I'm
3: I'm visiting the Gossip Society, so uh, I mean, uh, a, little, a little something to to uh, call, call me afterwards. Oh, you know how the, the women's are. institute Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: take everything they tell you with a grain of salt. They're all gossips, uh, like you say.
3: Yeah, yeah, I got no that. offense
2: to women, but they they certainly have nothing better to do with their lives. Certainly.
3: <laughs> yeah as well absolutely uh well they thank you so much and uh you have a good rest of your day sir thank you you as well mm-hmm. so uh so as he shuts the door i'll just turn and just say so it looks like they've uh they're they're going to start uh officially digging into that that uh, mound then huh?
4: Yes, yeah um, uh I, I part of me is maybe wishing that we hadn't mentioned this mound before. We, we ourselves had had maybe a chance to look into it more further, um, so, I don't so know.
3: Captain, you've never experienced any oddness working for Dominion. You never experienced any times where you kind of had to stop and say, what am, what am I doing at this, this, this organization?
4: Not no, with Dominion. When, when, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, in Dominion, like I said, it's mainly mostly been like, mm, go to uh, you know here and, and and bring back this priceless, uh, art of you know um statue, and it, it has no meaning. It's just a solid gold statue, or whatever the case may be. But when I was in the war, the squadron that I was a part of, definitely that that was more. Um, there were times when some of our missions were are much more questionable and, and and so on and so forth. There was definitely a trip I did to, to Tibet, um, which was was very earth shattering and, and made me rethink a lot of things. But at the same time, it convinced me that there's, there's more in this world that we, we don't fully understand. And, and there's much higher powers then we we are, are are a match for. Mm. Yeah,
3: I've I've seen them. I can tell you, I've 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 seen it with, with my own eyes. I felt it too. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, well, let's let's get back into town. I gotta go meet with. Yep. The ladies. Yeah.
2: And so you've dropped. Um. So you're you're gonna take ma? You can't drive, can you? Not well. <laughs> All
0: right. Mm. That doesn't mean it well, that doesn't dry. Doesn't dry. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> All right. Well, you're going to take them back to town, uh, Doctor Brody and Percy. Mm-hmm. On to you guys.
0: All right. So we go into the camp, and uh, we didn't get a name. So. Uh, If we can find uh, uh, Zephyr, is it Zephyr Montague? Montague. Montague. Um, We'll ask him, well, we'll find him first. Do we see Zephyr around?
2: You you do. Um, When you arrive at the camp, I'm assuming they drop you off on the way to going to the Chalmers because it's right nearby. The one thing you notice right away before you find Zephyr is there are vehicles arriving. Trucks carrying light standards, like portable light standards and quick uh, lights, like uh, generators.
0: It's for work you notice okay.
4: they're
2: setting up a bit of a perimeter, as the best you can assume, around the area they've leased.
0: Okay.
2: And they're putting up um, temporary fencing.
5: Okay.
2: I guess nowadays we'd call it snow fencing, but it's like just sort of temporary fencing, so they can sort of control access somewhat, and some lighting. Now it's not on yet, of course, because it's daytime. And you can you do see Zephyr standing over by one of the trucks with a clipboard in hand, pointing and not necessarily shouting, but being very direct, telling people what to do with that these things.
0: Okay.
1: They they, they rather seem to be uh, bolting the stable door after the, 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 the exactly, yeah, bolted. Um, I might be uh, mixing things up a little bit.
0: Then. Well, let's see if we can uh if we can find from him find from from Mr. uh uh Montague uh the name of the, the man who said that he saw one of these things. I'll recognize him of course, I just don't yes. know his name.
2: It says Good morning, gentlemen. Mr. Well Montague. Good as it can be after last night's
0: activity After last
1: night,
0: yeah. So. Um, we, we, we came because we'd like to speak to the man who said that he saw whatever did this. But we don't know what his name is.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I understand. Um, it's, it's Dylan Fitz, Fitzroy. Uh, he's in the tent. We do have a medical tent. He's, he's actually in the medical tent with our, um, our doctor.
0: He said his name is Dylan Fitzroy? Yes. All right. Um, well, we won't be too long. We don't want to disturb him too much.
2: He may disturb you. He's ranting.
0: That's, that's okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and, and talk to you if we need to. Certainly, that's
2: certainly. Hard, really Feel free. Oh. The site is your site. Feel free.
0: Oh, come on, Percy. Let's go talk to Mister Fitzroy. So we go over to the medical tent, That's and
1: right. uh, it, it means it means the king's bastard, Fitzroy. Fitzroy, yes. Hmm. It's, it's I didn't a know name that name that denotes people who were the illegitimate offspring of royalty, like hmm. Jon Snow. Snow. Similar snow fits right. Yeah. Same same appellation, yeah. Believe me, he got the better. The same thing.
0: Um so uh, so we go in to, to uh-huh. talk to him, you know. he's strapped to it to a
2: cot, like arms, legs strapped. There's a, a doctor nearby tapping on a syringe, getting ready to give him an Says, "Oh, hello, gentlemen. Can I help you or our patient?" Uh,
0: yes, we were hoping to be a, we were hoping to be able to speak to him for a bit before you sedate him, if that's what you were going to do.
2: I'm feeling I have to. He has not slept since last evening. He has not stopped. You see, he's trying to get out of his restraints. He's jabbering away. He's saying well, much the same as he said last night.
0: Let me let me sit and talk to him. Um, if you wish. So I, I pull up a, a chair. I pull up one for uh, Percy as well, and uh, I, I, I try to be gentle. I'm a scientist, but I'll try to be gentle. I know what trauma he's gone through, so I can I can empathize with him. Uh, so I, I speak softly. Uh, Hello, Mr. Fitzroy. <laughs> yes. And I, ah. I just I try to be comforting he's fussing and rolling
2: and distraught His—he see from his eyes he's so tired but he just doesn't want to go to sleep
0: I, I, I don't want to upset you Mr. Fitzroy but I want you to know that what you saw you really did see there is something It's probably... I'm a biologist. It's probably some species that we've never encountered before. It probably looks very frightening and very strange. But it's just an animal. Don't don't fret too much about it.
2: I'm a scientist, too. I'm a scientist,
0: too. Not that kind. What... If if you were to describe it for me, what would you, how would you describe it? You said a lizard.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah. Lizard. That kind of, yes. Skin, smooth. Bumps. T- t- claws. Claws, teeth.
0: Teeth and claws. And wings. Wings. And wings.
2: Well he doesn't point because his hands like, are
0: strong. like like a like a dragon. <laughs>
2: that's ridiculous. No such thing as dragons.
0: No, but there might be something that looks like a dragon, that that's where the dragon idea came from. I guess. I guess. Would you would you say the thing was uh, six feet, seven feet, eight feet tall? <laughs> uh,
2: he starts to laugh. <laughs> No, more, bigger, 12, bigger. 12 feet, 12, big,
0: like. Did I it, guess. did it, did it look like it had, uh, like, like a, a lizard, two legs in the back and two arms in the front? I guess. Or did it have multiple, multiple legs? It,
2: it li- Like a lizard, like a lizard. It, it didn't, it didn't. Just, just two. To
0: did it have a to, tail? Long tail.
2: I, I, I didn't really see it. it was coming at me.
0: I see. Um, did you see that it had eyes?
2: Oh, the eyes! Brilliant yellow, shining in the light.
0: Really. And it seemed to be uh, attacking the dogs, not uh, feasting on them, perhaps, or no, it like it was eating, just killing them.
2: It swept down. There's one beside me. It it knocked me aside. Didn't attack me at all. Just knocked me aside. I thought it was attacking me. So I screamed, knocked me to the ground. And when I looked, Trixie was gone.
1: Did, did, did the creature make any sort of noise, Mr. Fitzroy?
2: It was silent until it flew into the sky. It came at me silent, no noise at all, nothing. It, that's what was, made it so frightening. It just, this thing was there, knocked me down, bundled me over, tore Trixie's leash and, and collar and chain right off the post, up into the sky. And as it flew into the sky, there's this horrid screech. And I covered my ears and I buried my face in the sand. I thought it was coming back for me. And then I heard the thud. Oh dear.
0: No. How awful. We're going to find this thing, whatever it is.
2: I don't know if we want to find this
0: thing. Well, we'll be prepared for it this time. Um, You say it flew. It had wings, obviously. Would you say they were like a bird's wings with feathers, or were they like a bat's wings with skin?
2: Yes, like a bat. A bat, exactly. 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 I've seen them when we were doing work down south, when we were doing work in in the Amazons. I did. I did see this. They called it like a fruit bat, like a fruit bat. Yes,
0: big, they're very giant. large fruit bats. Yes. Did it? Um, what color was it?
2: It was night. Nice. The moonlight was shining off of it. It was slick, disgusting, slick, bumpy in places.
0: And it, its claws. Its claws were like a
2: bird's. They were the size of your forearm. It was just horrible
0: what's uh your your name is dylan fitzroy yes mr fitzroy if we can identify this animal i think that we will uh we will scientifically attach your name to it (laughs) uh, whatever it is
2: it's a way to be remembered i guess
0: well don't don't fret you're okay you were traumatized you 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 know very well that people who uh, are, are traumatized. Uh, it, it takes a while, but you will sleep again. You'll be okay.
2: I hope so. I don't want to remember this.
0: <sighs> you are yourself an archaeologist, yes? Yes. Have you found anything interesting in the dig site?
2: Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Hmm.
0: That 's kind of unusual isn 't it? You should be finding the bones of american Indians and
2: you you, you would think, but it doesn't it 's happened in other places we 've gone it 's hit or miss. You have to be here a lot longer than a week to find things sometimes.
0: well, you seem to have calmed down a little bit uh, I think that uh, I think that we don't have any other unless Percy do you have any questions
1: for him no no i I, I think you've um... Very much covered everything, I think. Except <laughs> you've you, you haven't perhaps discovered any um, tracks in, in 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 the days or weeks prior to seeing this thing, have you? Tracks. Yes. Like the creature. Well, you
0: said dogs were dis- Oh, we heard that dogs were disappearing before this.
2: T- yes. And the doctor speaks up. The doctor says, I might know a little more about that. Says okay. Somebody took my scalpels. Somebody took my scalpels and I'll tell you, those ropes were cut, the dogs were tied up with, and those ropes were cut clean through. Uh, on,
1: Just, on, last, on last night? Uh, the last night no, or on the previous, the previous.
2: Night? the previous dogs had disappeared they i personally think somebody on this site stole those dogs and sold them probably down also, the road to those the miners. i think the miners stole those dogs and sold them to the miners down the road Or the
0: but surely they wouldn't bother to use it something as delicate as a scalpel they could have just used a knife or a
2: i just know that my i had a series of scalpels that i had just purchased for this trip company expensed them. And now I had to order a second set in case I had to do some kind of emergency medical work on these people here. And my, my little case, leather case locked or locked a latch shut with a tie around it, completely gone. Brand new scalpels.
0: Hmm. And can you think of when the last time was you saw this?
2: That very day, the day that the dog started disappearing. I know it because I came in, I went to get one because one of the men had a massive piece of wood jammed into his hand. He had slipped on a shovel and the shovel broke. Oof. The wood was jammed in his hand. I came to get a scalpel to extricate that piece of wood and they were gone. They were right in the middle of my desk where I left them and it was shortly after that that people started noticing the dogs were missing and the ropes were cut clean through.
1: Very curious, and you, and you say you suspect the uh, the miners
2: I th- no i think I think personally some of the laborers we have working for us, the new ones perhaps, I think they stole the dogs and sold them down the road to the mine oh, I
0: see I, I see, see. Understand, yes. Percy, do you think that the uh, the roadsman was here at that time, the tramp
1: well, it's, it's difficult to say, isn't it? I mean, all, all we know of him is that he was seen buying some something in the, in the local store, and he could have been in the area for quite some time. Tell, tell me, Doctor, have, have, have you seen... Um, the, 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 there was talk in the, in the, in the nearby town of, um, uh, of a vagrant who, who, who passed through here. Oh, yes. Did, did you encounter him?
2: I did not encounter the gentleman. However, we noticed that we had a visitor, not necessarily someone on our camp, but someone who was watching us from a distance. And, and when was it? This was a week or so, about a week ago, perhaps, maybe a little less than a week, perhaps uh, four days ago.
1: I see. And whereabouts did you you see this person?
2: I personally witnessed the person standing across the little creek there in the copse of trees.
1: In the copse of trees?
2: They had a spyglass. They were watching our operations. They saw me looking at them. I I know that to be sure. Because as the spyglass scanned across, I could see the glint of it. It was focused right on me. Closed up the spy gas, put it in a little latch, a saddlebag that he was carrying, and he just walked off into the the brush.
1: Was he close enough for you to get an idea idea of of what he looked like?
2: He was wearing a lot of clothing, like a lot of layers of clothing, uh, almost as if he was trying to blend into his surroundings, like a hunter. And he, uh, it was definitely a man. You can tell from his gait. It was definitely a man, probably my height, 5'7", five, 5'8". Seven, five, seven, five, Average in size, rather fit the way he moved through those woods. Mm. And just uh, I, 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 beyond that, I couldn't make out any more.
0: Mm. Mm. Somebody's spying on you. Now, was this before or after the uh, vagrant was here? Could it have been the vagrant?
2: I, I believe so. We've heard of the vagrant in town wandering around, and he's, from my impression, it's the only person that we've seen that did not, we haven't seen them in the town before.
0: Well, our suspicions have been all along that the vagrant might, in fact, be somebody who came here knowing what. You all were up to and had his own designs on what he was going to do. We don't know any of that for sure, though. Mm-mm, interesting. I don't like being watched. Nobody does. Who does? Now, we've also been told that the little girl's been hanging around watching the work.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: You've
2: yes. Seen her? Yes, we have seen her. In fact, she stopped by this morning. She's been uh, usually staying away. The dogs seem quite uh, agitated, as you know, before they all were killed. Mm -hmm. She didn't approach, she she seemed to be, uh, well, I mean, that's what the dogs are there for, is to keep people away. And uh, she wouldn't get too close, but she certainly was watching us. And a few of us walked out to the roadway and had a little talk with her, explaining to her what we were doing, because, you know, children need to know what's happening around them. Quite, and we quite so. told her it was a dangerous place to be, and she wandered off again.
0: You say she was here this morning. Yes. W- w- what time, would you say?
2: Oh, this was fair, fairly early, right after the sun was up. Um, she came by. She uh, she she walked right into the camp, right into the camp. And she was looking around, and she talked to a few people, and Mr. Montague said to her, it's very dangerous right now, and she really shouldn't be wandering around. And we, we, we know she's the Chalmers girl, and uh, she was identified before because we wondered who else would be that's close to the dig site. We did tell her that if she wanted to come back with her father this evening or next, we would give them a full tour, as it is their property, and they can see what we're up to and mm-hmm. give her a little bit of education.
0: Interesting. Well, I can't think of anything else. You, Percy. I don't want to. I don't want to keep you from your doctoring.
1: I, I, think, I think he's. I think he's a bit calmer
0: than he was. I'm still uh, going to knock him out because he's driving me crazy.
1: Have, have there been many, um, many injuries during this dig? Nothing out of the ordinary. Oh. Huh. A few people have
2: been nipped by the dogs in their agitated state. They were. Uh, they weren't necessarily as li- they didn't listen to their handlers as much as normal, but uh, generally, nothing out of the ordinary. Mm. There was a snake bite, but it was a non-venomous water snake.
1: Ah. I like I, uh, I can't think of anything more.
0: I think that we uh, I think that we're dealing with something unexpected in this case. Um. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time.
2: Oh, anytime gentlemen. Now, now if you'll mind me, I'm going to put uh, this young gentleman to sleep.
0: So, uh, I, uh, put my hand on Percy's shoulder and we walk out the tent and I say, so I don't think that it's what I think that it is. I said, I did a, a sketch of what I remembered and, uh, i uh, didn't see any point in showing it to him because what he described didn't look anything like that.
1: oh dear no, no no it, it, it's, it didn't look like
0: well, he oh was enough. describing some sort of a
1: it almost sounded like a dragon it did rather you know on a slightly different note um An idea, or um, a suggestion, has has just popped into my head. Um, as, as you may recall from from breakfast, uh, both Captain Montgomery and myself received notes from this um, B. Sterling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder, Doctor Brodie. Could it be that our mysterious vagrant and this mysterious Mister Sterling are one and the same? That's definitely
0: possible. He's watching them.
1: He's watching them, and he seems to be an, an an unknown third party. And and we we have also received letters from an unknown third party who seems to be quietly watching the the the, the, the goings on in the area. I'm wondering if it's possible
0: to communicate back, find some way to contact this Mr. Sterling. A couple of other things that I just thought of. One is perhaps we should wander around a bit, Uh, the places where the dogs were. I realized that there was a lot of commotion last night, but perhaps we can find a footprint still in the dirt of this creature somewhere about.
1: You know, it's a, it's a great shame that none of us knows those um those tramps signs. That Mr. Uh, Washburn mentioned to me, or, or we could leave him some sort of message.
0: That's that's true. If he is in fact a tramp,
1: um, well, he's, he's at least he's at least pretending to be one. So perhaps he might. The
0: other thing, this kind of bothers me a little bit, but. Children, children tend, in my opinion, to be a little bit more cautious than their parents. Uh, children cling to their parents; they're uh, afraid of things. Now, of course, there's always a precocious child who is not afraid of anything. However, we've been told that the the that that Hope and April do not like the dog. And they avoided this area because of the dogs. If the dogs were all killed last night, how did the little girl know that it was safe to come to the camp? Wouldn't she have expected dogs in the camp?
1: Well, I'm I'm led to believe that, uh, that, that, that one could hear the barking of the dogs for quite some distance.
0: I would put that. I would put that that two and two together. But what a little kid, a little kid would know there were dogs in that camp, and they just wouldn't go there. But she was here before going to school. Before, you know, before they well, really got it, going.
1: It, it is their farm, so so you you. It's expect... true. It might
0: be nothing.
1: I, you know, I would imagine that her her parents may have. Mentioned the fact over over breakfast that the dogs were no longer barking.
0: Possible. I don't know what it is that this is all connected somehow. Or maybe not at all. Maybe this dragon. Wait a second. We had guessed something about the shape of the artifact that... The artifact, the previous artifact was a star uh, and it was Star City. Here we have mounds and we've heard snakes mentioned. And now we have a walking flying lizard with yellow eyes. It's, it's got to have something to do with that artifact, wherever the artifact is. There's so much that we don't know yet. So perhaps we should just stop speculating and go find the car. Okay. we got to walk over towards the farm.
2: And, and with that, the car comes back. <laughs> very Is Ma timely. driving? Uh, no, Ma has been dropped off back at this town. Okay. Because they, she has an appointment at 1130 very shortly, and Captain Montgomery and Jimmy have come back to go for a little flight because the aircraft is parked nearby. Ah,
0: so they pick us up?
2: Well, they're, they're, dro- they're actually arriving to get in their aircraft because the aircraft is oh. in the same general vicinity to take flight.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Well, I, 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 I
1: shall halloo them.
0: halloo. So you're really going to go up in that thing? Yes, of course. You know, if, if man were meant to fly, he'd have a balloon.
4: Agree to disagree. <laughs> I understand that the hot air keeps you up, but that thing—no, there's nothing safer than the old raven.
0: That—that—that's witchcraft over there. That keeps you. I'd, up.
1: I'd be prepared to, to 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 wager with you, Captain, that, that my 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 armchair at home is considerably safer <laughs> and and a good deal more comfortable.
0: I think that we'll sit in a couple of those armchairs and watch you guys up there. <laughs>
4: what do you say jimmy you ready to go up yes please all right so we uh we yeah get up in the plane get it get it started and stuff and well i'll, I'll skip quick
2: quickly to ma um ma you have about you're back yep. at the town you've got about half an hour until your 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 meeting you know where you're going so I'll just get back to you in a few minutes so you can just prepare yourself for whatever you're going to do at the meeting. You know, they're expecting you. So don't eat because they've got Mm. food and stuff. (laughs) Okay. So you guys, uh, you're up in the aircraft. Uh, It takes off. No problem whatsoever. You're a professional pilot. You are up. You are in the air.
4: right. Um, I was having to yell over the, the motor and so on and so forth. Um, uh, you have a look on the the right side of the plane and I'll, I'll, I'll try and keep an eye on the left and see if we can see any signs of, of this tramp. And we start heading from, from obviously where we take off more towards, um, uh, I guess the, the caves that were mentioned.
5: Caves were mentioned. We were also told he headed North, I believe um i was trying to think sean did we did they tell us where he entered the woods i feel like i know that already
2: um if you think of the camp like the camp it's here the cops is here the part they were excavating was here he just sort of wandered off that way away from the the main the main camp towards the adjacent property on the other side of the water Uh, beyond that they didn't tell you where they that he went he just wandered off out of sight um the, but you, just for your perspective, you do know that the creature, when you saw it the other night, was flying from the general direction of the camp from where you were in the city to the north.
5: To the north, that's right.
4: So, do you want and to he head? Do you want to head that way, then, Jimmy?
5: Yeah, I mean, at some point, um, I mean, we we do know he's on foot, so he can't be that far away. Especially if he's, if he's lurking around the dig site. Um, but yeah, let, let's, let's see if we can find a, uh, campsite of some sort, maybe. Cool. Okay. Well, um, let's go
2: the first half hour. I, I, I don't really know off the top of my head how much fuel one of your, one of those aircraft, uh, how long you can fly for, but I'm assuming it's more than half an hour. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure you could probably fly across <laughs> the English channel. Um, so you're flying in a, a grid pattern, I'm assuming, or is it just
4: east, yeah. west, north, south? Uh, grid, pro- probably a grid pre- pattern to cover as you know, cover the ground and, and stuff. Maybe yeah. An Ever increasing spiral. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly banking,
2: making yourselves unwell. <laughs> uh, okay, so so we'll just assume you're going back and forth. So the first half hour, do a spot hidden both of you. Okay.
5: No, nope.
4: I'm looking for the machine. Hang on. I got a 54. I passed 54 out of 60. Okay.
2: I'm going to assume you're going to keep going even after. So in the, I'll tell you. I'm going to give you three uh, three chances. Uh, Could you do two more spot hiddens each?
4: Sorry. What are we? What are we rolling? Another spot hidden. Okay, another one. Okay.
5: Apparently, I, don't I got not blind.
4: Like I got a teen.
2: Teen out of sixty. Excellent. And do one more each. There's a number of things you can see. I'm just sort of. Thirty-four out of sixty. Okay. All right. As you're, you you do notice as you're flying around, there's lots of areas that are old farms, there are lots of derelict barns, there are some foundations of older buildings that have fallen to disrepair and are burned to the ground in some cases. You do spot a, now this is not a place where you can land your aircraft, but by a small marsh to the north and to the west on the other side of that roadway you drove on the night before, Mm -hmm. you do notice there is a shed and it's, it's an old shed that's connected to an old farm that the barn and the house are just gone, fallen to disrepair. But this, this, it's more of a small barn itself. Definitely, there appears to be foot traffic in the grass leading to that shed. The other things you did notice is farther north along the roadway, quite a ways, you notice something that is vaguely, say, 10 feet by 8 feet that appears to be covered by a tarpaulin and sticks and branches and such. Okay. The last thing that you did notice was you do actually see way off. You you don't quite go that far, but to the, in the distance, you do actually, you can see where the mine is that they talked about, which is way, way down, way, quite far away. You can see it from the air though. If there's some kind of operation going on with smoke and, Industrial operations, yeah. and, and somewhere near that, you can see it's it's actually up against the the mountainous area, like uh, rocky areas. It's not mountainous, not it's Ohio, but uh, yeah. certainly a rocky area of a high hills, and they sort of it's partially into the hill there. Yeah. So those are the things you pick up that look
4: at What you what you determine to be promising. Um. So I obviously point all of these things out to to Jimmy. Um, but not make, seeing anything? <laughs> um, I make special note of. I say, uh, did you notice the the tarp down there? From, from memory, a tarp was one of the things that the tramp bought. Um, I think I remember Ma telling us um, of some of the things that he bought from the shop. Was was he bought a tarp and sticks and and stuff like that? So. I feel like there's a few spots now we, we can, we could definitely, uh, once we're back on the ground, go and check out, so maybe go and scout out this, this hut, um, yeah. that we potentially is, could be where, where he's, he's keeping up and potentially go and, um, check out this, um, the tarp and see what's under the tarp.
5: Yeah, definitely. Um, Sean, there, there was talk of like, um, caves along the river did we see anything like that
2: didn't see anything like that
5: okay nope. is actually, it possible
2: for us there, as you say actually when you're up there the river from what you can see the river's fairly low there doesn't seem to be anywhere where you could see caves to be this is why you're a bit confused that it isn't a wide enough or deep enough of a valley that the river's in where caves could actually mm. It just, it just seems odd that they would say that. It's more if they're caves, you're thinking to yourself, not being geologists, they yeah.
4: must be pretty small. Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I was going to um, say maybe we, we do a bit more of a flight out that way to see if we can find some caves, but um, what's up to you. Do we go down and, and maybe look into these? these things now or do we fly on a bit further and see if we can see anything else?
5: How are we doing on fuel?
4: That's an hour and a half's worth of flying. Uh Yeah. I think we've maybe got another 40 minutes of, of fuel. So we could do a bit more flying, maybe not heaps.
5: Okay.
2: Just, okay, you're going to fly a bit more. Okay, well, don't worry, mom. Yep. We'll go back. To, we'll rewind time and go to you. A uh, bit more flying. Um, generally, you're not seeing anything out of the ordinary that stands in your in your mind after seeing it. Yeah, it, it's like the, you've seen generally what
4: some things of interest. Nothing else seems to stand out.
1: Okay.
4: Okay. Cool. So yeah, I just fly us back to uh, back to camp. Can we do okay. a loop? I let, I let, um, I let Jimmy fly a little bit, like intake controls for, for a few oh. minutes for the landing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, for the loop. No oh, for
2: the, for the loop. Just, just no, definitely not for the landing. <laughs> uh, do that enough, Jimmy. You get A little bit of like a 5% aircraft. To...
0: <laughs> no, I don't think airplanes back then could have done this kind of a loop. They could have done barrel rolls. I think they could dive and maybe, but I don't know. You'd need
4: a I lot of post.
1: strength.
0: You'd probably stall if you tried to go straight up.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Hard to say. All right, so you're flying back. I'll just assume you're getting back to the landing spot, so I will go to Ma now. Ma, yeah. you, are, you, you're, 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 you, you can hear the aircraft flying around as, as taking off as you get back to the town. You get yourself ready. Ladies, auxiliaries across the road.
3: All right, I will walk over. Um, probably not appropriately dressed, but Ma doesn't really know what to dress for in the circumstances. But she shines her shoes. She spits on her shoes before she comes in. <laughs> so that's that's about the extent of uh, of her uh, uh, yeah, primping. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, she'll she'll just kind of walk over. Yeah they're waiting for you at the door. The ladies greet you there. There's about 12 or 13, 14 old ladies, various ages ranging from, you know, the, the ever decrepit 55 year old to the mm-hmm. ancient 75. year old. You know, Nobody yeah. lives that long. So they're, they're waiting for you there. They're all reek of cologne, something you're not quite used to. Um, mm-hmm. are, so they're all perfumed and that you can see they've got tea sets out. They have, Doilies under under all the place, like under all the cups and saucers. They have treats and cakes, and they invite you in. They have little cucumber sandwiches or whatever they have back then. Uh, so they're ready for. It. They say, "Well, oh, please, please get yourself a, 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 a drink, get yourself some, some refreshments, and, and join us in the parlor." Okay. They're all in there. They say they, they they chat They introduce you around to all the ladies. You don't know their names unless you really want me to make up no. fourteen. Uh, yeah yeah names yeah, yeah. yeah. mabel right, right right so they so they get re- after after about half an hour of networking they say oh please please could you they they please have a seat up front here we're going to introduce you they all sit they introduce you as an outdoors woman a strong example of strong firm womanship from canada canada the wild country And so they, they say, please come up and tell us, tell us what you're, what you're doing in town. Tell us some of your exploits and a bit about yourself. Uh,
3: well, no, that's okay. I mean, you know, she'll, you know, introduce herself, but you know, her, uh, (laughs) she'll, I'm assuming she'll just be pretty blunt and you know say you know she was raised in a whorehouse and you know like being really you know like (laughs) totally inappropriate for the audience and you know ruffle some feathers you know um but uh you know she'll uh she'll uh you know get to the meat of the matter and uh you know just say well you know ladies i just really wanted to i want to hear from you i want to know uh uh, a little bit about, as you know, I'm I'm with the archaeological dig and with all the the gentleman folks up there. Uh, we're uh, uh, ex- doing some excavation on the old uh, Indian mounds. Uh, what, what what all do you know about uh, about that property out there? Uh, some of you have been here a long time, and you know you all are are the experts. Uh, what, what do you know about the Chalmers property?
2: Oh oh well, one lady, one of the older of the the lady she says that that family they have had some hard times in recent times at one time they were she looks around they're like well i might as well say it they were very prosperous at one time in fact the father was the mayor for one short period of time years ago many years mm-hmm. ago uh, uh
3: who who was is 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 he mr chalmer's father was yes yes
2: uh, Mm -hmm. Yes. And then another lady just sort of pipes up and says, well, hasn't every man in this town been the mayor at one point for a year? They all snicker. And well, we, they all have to take their turn bossing us around. So they, they talk about how the father, the previous, like not the current, Mr. Chalmers, the previous one, had a bit of rough time with money after a while, had some bad investments uh, had purchased similar to what you heard earlier had purchased land on the far side with aspirations to have this giant, giant industrial farm for corn and wheat and all kinds of things that something like you would see in a major metropolis, a rural metropolis of sorts. But sort of things just went wrong, made some bad decisions, lost some money, had some financial issues, and eventually had to sell that property. Shortly thereafter, like Mr. Chalmers already said to you, the father died, left the money. Uh, they've had, they had some rough issues with family members dying. Uh, not in serious circumstances, but just because they weren't really prepared for living in the wild, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Just they've had a bit of a rough time living here, but they stay. And uh, the other one says, well, they stay. They're still having a rough time. Shh. There's a lot of hushing in that. But they're very nice people. And Hope is such a wonderful person.
3: Yeah, I met Hope. She's real. She's real nice. Um, and April, she's getting along okay just, you know,
2: just having her mom since, since dad's not around. Yeah, uh, uh, y- yes, yes. Very nice. And April's a a wonderful girl. Very wide-eyed, very very interested in things happening all around her all the time. Mm-hmm. We all we all like to think we're all we're all her grandmother. We all like to keep an eye on her. Very delicate child.
3: Yeah, she's been coming around the the dig site a bit. Um, Yeah, do any of the other kids come around at
2: all, or pretty much just her? She, she. Well, I mean, they live outside of the village, Mm -hmm. the town. So, uh, she she goes to school with the other kids. There's no. My my grandson. He certainly thinks she's a little little odd, but she likes to do the boy thing. She likes to play this, the, the the baseball and they like to, to do, she likes to get rough and dirty with the boys and the teachers often taking her aside and cleaning up her scraped knees, and telling her to go play with the girls, but uh, generally smart little girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other kids do play with her though.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I know it's tough growing up as a tomboy. Um, Uh, any, um, are there, is there any family in town that's doesn't really get along well with, with anyone else or anyone that, uh, you'd say just, you know, doesn't regularly attend church
2: or, you know, doesn't come to the late meetings, uh, anything, anyone like that? We've grown over time and we have new people moving in once in a while. I wouldn't say we have. There's no animosity between people in this town. We all seem to get along quite well. Um, someone said, "Well, you know, there's there's people that pass through and they seem to come and then leave." Well, that that's that's normal for a small town like this. But uh, no, uh, everyone seems to get along well here. There's no, and then someone says, "Well, you know, well, yes," and just under hushed tones at as well. We can speak about this after the meeting. How's that? Oh,
3: okay, uh, sure. Uh, uh, who? Uh, I'm just trying to get get the family straight. So you know, because the Chalmers are on the archaeological dig site. You know, I, I, I'm kind of curious about this, and you ladies would mm-hmm. know this. Who? Uh, who is Hope's mother?
2: Oh, the one lady says, "I have something for you." this is this is the lady you were speaking to um the other day remember Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the genealogical yeah yes
3: that is what we wanted
2: okay it's handwritten it's 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 calligraphy handwritten very but you do notice that those three i'm pointing with my fingers doesn't help you these three areas Something was written there, and it's been smudged, so you can't read it. Then, intentionally. Uh, did Did you mark out uh, who April's
3: dad was?
2: Let's Let's speak about this after
3: the meeting, right? Okay. And she she kind of winks, you know, because she remembers your conversation from the other day where they had some yes information about that. Um, I see. Okay, good, good. Well, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, I was just, just a little curious about, about that, and, you know, you ladies wouldn't disappoint, uh, with, with letting me know that, um, uh, you know, um, what else, uh, do you, any other, um, you know, uh, any other problems around around town that, that you guys have noticed or you you ladies have noticed uh, over the past, you know, I'd say you know two years, three years. Uh, problems. I don't know if you heard that screeching last night. Uh, do you guys get get bad owls around these parts or uh, do you know what, the hell, what that was?
2: No. No, I did, I, one lady speaks up and then another, yes, I did hear something, but I, after I've had my brandy, I tend to sleep right through everything, now, only a bit, it's medicinal, I have it prescribed, um, but after I had my, I had three or four, I was having a hard time sleeping, I, I did wake up and I heard this strange noise and the window was open because it was so warm, but I just assumed it was owls.
3: Yeah, that's that's what I thought, too. Um, uh, have you all heard what happened out at the uh, out at the dig site yet? No. Uh, well, uh, sorry to say, but but all of the uh, the dogs were were killed. <gasps> um, yeah, uh, quite, quite brutally. Um, what was uh, it? Was it a bear? could be, um, but you know, it was right around the same time that we heard all that screeching, so I just, I didn't know if anything like that had ever happened, if any, have any of the dogs around town, it, 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 did anything happen, any of the dogs around town last night?
2: I, I don't, I haven't heard of anything. Mm-hmm. No, no, I I haven't Have you. And they all talk around No, No, they haven't, but now they're very afraid. They want to keep their, their poor dogs in the house. Yeah.
3: I would keep your dogs inside ladies, uh, at least for the next while until we figure out what, what happened to them. But yeah, something, something real strange is going on over there. So, um, uh, one other thing, she's kind of looking through her notes. Uh, we had heard about a, a Mary Chalmers. Does anyone know anyone
2: know who she might be? Mary Chalmers. Mary Chalmers. Um. Do you know of a Mary Chalmers? And they all talk around. No, no. Because uh, there's
3: there's a gravestone, I believe, with with that name on it. Um,
2: Mary Chalmers. Where 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 is this gravestone you found? Um
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um I'm guessing what had happened was that uh all of I, I just kind of took, you know, questions from, from the rest of them and so I'm just kind of relaying mm-hmm. that back. Um, yeah, I know. So, so um, no Mary
0: Chalmers. You you had given us three names. So uh, mm-hmm. what do you remember
2: the other names? Yeah, Mary,
3: uh, Ezekiel, and no, uh,
0: Amelia, Amelia, uh, Jonathan, Hope, and and uh, Mary. One speaks up and she says,
2: "Wait a moment! Wait a moment!" And she runs off to her records book. Runs off to her records book.
0: And we didn't see one for Ezekiel or Faith. He says oh Mary
2: that that Mr. Martin's wife's middle name was Mary.
3: Hmm. Uh, could you share that genealogy the, the tree again?
2: Oh yeah sorry I gotta I gotta go to I'm gonna put this so I'll put this up for sorry
3: yeah I'm just trying to keep every all these names straight okay so mr martin is that faith martin's father or
2: andrew hope hope is the lady who runs the store yeah april's the little girl right andrew is the father right Faith was so, his late wife.
3: So you said Mr. Martin, though, his wife's middle na- or was middle name was was Mary.
2: Faith's middle name was
3: Mary. The lady says. Oh, oh I see. Okay, okay. Well, all right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, uh, I'll try and copy down the the Chalmers family tree as much as I can. Um, oh, they give you a copy. They oh, give you a hard right. copy. Yes. All right um all right well uh well ladies thank you so much this was uh, very edifying and uh and i hope you, you got a glimpse into the life of a, a wild woman up north
2: uh, well they're happy with the tales you told them and they say please they have a little basket take all the sandwiches you want take all the food you look like you could use some good good food
3: all right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm sure those
2: men you hang around with eat beans and steak yeah. and stuff
3: all the time. They, they could use a real meal. Thank you. A home-cooked meal. All,
2: all right. right. Thank you. So it took you a while. This is probably around about three o'clock now that you're out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, 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 they told stories of the town. They told you history yeah. of the town that was unimportant and uninteresting to you. And you told stories that you wanted to tell as well. So all right. in all... It took a number of hours. So you're done. And by this time, the air crew have landed and have uh, got themselves together again. And she wanted
3: to pull me aside, though, right? Yes.
2: She wants to tell you that. She says, "Um, we don't like to talk about any discomfort in this town. Yeah. We just, we're such a small town. We rely upon the goodwill of Chilcooth. They, when times are tough, they send us, assistance in terms of uh, asking our people to come work for them. and that. We're doing well now. We were failing for a while because we're a rural town in the times they are as they are, but we don't want them to feel that we're some kind of a wild West town with troubles and such, but do understand that the Washburns and the Chalmers, they do not speak. And it is because of the parentage of young, the young lady. Right. Right. And we we're actually, we're, we have approached both sides to try to reconcile them, and they seem uninterested in such. It's mainly the fathers, mainly the fathers.
3: So that's the, the names that were blurred out were the was the mayor. And-
2: yes, yeah. A young young Betty there filled them in, and I I smudged the ink myself because I can't I can't be releasing that information officially. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you so much. And I'm sure they appreciate the discretion. So uh, Mm
5: -hmm.
3: thank you. All
2: right. So, uh, you guys have landed your aircraft. What's everybody doing? The four, four of you are at the the dig site right now.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, So we, I, I walk over to, uh, to Brody and, and Percy and, um, say, well, we uh, we saw a few things that may. I think we should potentially go and have a look at there. There is a there's a hut, um, uh, northwest way, um, that uh, looks like the the grass around it has definitely been, downtrodden enough, like a makeshift walkway, um, to, to this hut. So potentially someone's there, so we could sneak up on it and try and see if we can see any form of life, or, or go and check, you know, whatever. But we also saw a, quite a large tarp um, being held down by, by sticks. And um, I, I do seem to remember um, young uh, Hope telling us that one of the things the tramp bought was, was a large tarp and some sticks.
0: Hmm.
4: Camping equipment.
0: Well... Our adventure continues it would seem um and that's the direction that the flying dragon
4: headed yes do you think we should go pick up mar and then head out that way or oh i think so
0: i think she's probably had her ears filled with uh, nonsense from the old ladies um in fact, uh, I should see her storming down the street now.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, you do have to drive back oh, to the yeah. town to get her. because. So, so I'll assume you get in the car, all of you, you head back to town to get Ma. Ma, you're coming out of the meeting. You're, you're walking over to the hotel, and you see the vehicle coming towards you. And just as you all meet, you, you hear behind you the sound of hoofs. Because it, it's, it's after 3 o'clock now. It's close to 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh And you see hoofs and hope goes zooming past you. Not hope, which is the mother, which is the mother. Is it hope? It's hope. Yeah. Hope Hope is zooming past you on a horse. Like in her work clothing. She hasn't even changed out of her work clothing. And she's just going as fast as possible. And she's heading towards her home. Back towards her home.
0: Uh oh. What's happened? Mark, get in.
3: Wonder what's going. Yeah, all right, yeah, let's follow her.
0: Yeah. What's that smell? You smell like a French whorehouse. (laughs) (laughs) Doilies and uh, crumpets.
4: I smell sandwiches. I I smell cucumber sandwiches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig in, dig in and
1: uh,
0: basket in. There's some fine things in life that we can enjoy before we're all eaten by monsters.
1: (laughs) So you're I've got some custard creams. <laughs>
2: you did in your pocket.
1: They're they're That's a little bit a little bit uh, broken up and crumbly, but um, I'm sure they're perfectly edible.
0: <laughs> we uh, So down. yeah,
4: we. I'm um, I'm assuming I'm driving, mm-hmm. um, and we follow off after um, after Hope. And
2: you do notice another vehicle has has actually started following as well, and has a few gentlemen in it from the, the gas station down the right down the way and they're they're following her as well and one of them is passing you yelling out to her ms chalmers Miss chalmers just just get in the vehicle it's faster and she doesn't listen she keeps riding her horse and then you you do actually hear another vehicle coming and
0: uh can we yell to that, back. can we yell to that one vehicle what's wrong what's wrong
2: yeah, you can absolutely because they're are it's they're they're trying to pass, but right. the one, one fellow's leaning out the passenger side, he says, Follow hope, her daughter's gone missing.
0: The one person we wanted to talk to.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Who did we tell that we saw hope wandering around
3: the day? April. The, yeah.
0: April. April. Yeah. The doctor. Uh,
2: So you're, you're heading the the little caravan of cars and the one horse are heading that way towards the the Chalmers house. And, uh, you notice, um, she goes right to the house. It's, it's not horribly far away. She goes right to the house and Mr. Mr. Chalmers, her father is out at the, out at the end of the road. And he's, he's frantic. He's frantic. And he says, and you can see another vehicle is there and it's, 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 the doctor from the dig site, and he's been called over. Like he's out of the vehicle, and you can see April is actually there at the house, and her horse is not with her, um, and her father's picking her up and carrying her over to the house, and the doctor's following, and so everybody's rushing over there. And one, there's another gentleman there who's obviously someone who is helping Mr. Chalmers with whatever he's doing, and he says, "The boy, the boy, the teacher's son, he's missing. We got to find him. He was with he was with April." They took a path out, out from the back of the school. They were taking a path through the woods to come home, and now April says they were attacked by a bear. So he's saying we got to we got to we got to rush out and try to try to find the
0: boy. So there's a missing boy. April's okay, but she's upset and scared. All right. Uh, I mean, I kind of
3: want to talk to her, but I'll go with. I mean, I'll go with you guys if you need more eyes to help you find them. What, what do you think?
0: Well, you're probably the best shot. <laughs> right.
3: Well, I'll uh, I guess I'll, I'll stay behind and just kind of like
4: kinda talk to April. I just
3: want to go run. I'm,
4: I'm happy to go look for the boy. Do we Ready? have weapons? Yeah, we have
2: rifles and shotguns, that sort All of right. thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Corey, who's been very silent this yeah. episode, uh, he's, he's a tracker as well. So he's going to go help look.
0: He puts his ear on the ground. <laughs> he's he's been quietly
2: handle. pacing around. Yeah. Uh, back and forth. So you, you, you're all directed to go in two directions. They, they just split up like one head down the path. It, apparently when they leave the school, the school's on the, on the other side of the village town rather. There is actually a path that April's well known for, for coming. When she doesn't want to wait for her mother to get off work, she rides her horse back, but the teacher's son rides with her. And he's about mm. 50, a little older, rides her back, stops for a little of a sandwich and drink of water at the Chalmers home, and then rides back to his, his mother's house for or his parents' house for when the sc- school day's over.
0: So, so we're looking for fresh horse tracks. Yeah.
4: Okay.
2: So they're, they're suggesting that they're going to go from both directions. She says a bear attacked them. That's all you got. A bear came after their horses and them. Okay. So. So we start down the path in the one direction. Yep. It, it's not very hard to find your way because uh, it's, uh, the path is actually wide enough vehicles can ride, drive on it. Uh, and some of the people have whipped back to the town to come up the other way. And it's within, within 15 minutes, you find April's horse on its side, slashed by a bear or something, you assume it's a bear, uh, claw marks on its side. The horse is not dead, but injured on the side of the road. You do see another horse. This one is actually dead, and the boy is not with the horse. Okay. But so the, Corey and the others and Ma, you use your tracking abilities, and it's not very hard to find that there is actually a trail. And within minutes, you find the boy dead in the edge of the inside the woods, just the edge of the woods.
0: I uh, did. You say I,
2: one of the horses was was alive still. Yes, April's horse was alive but injured.
0: I, I want to be able to examine each of these things
4: as we come. Okay, to- um, could I could I do first aid on April's horse? I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Absolutely, you can do that. Yeah, I want to save the horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I got a nineteen out of forty, so, so horse is little- okay. You can bandage it up. The horse gets up and goes, woof, back to adventuring.
2: Uh, you can bandage that. You can stop, stomp the, stop the bleeding and assist yeah. in the best you can as a non-veterinarian. Yeah. Okay. You're working on that. What were you doing, Dr. Brody? Sorry. I,
0: I wanted to examine them as we came to them and see mm-hmm. what my assessment, does it look like a bear did this or does it look like something worse?
2: You have quite strong natural history as I remember it. Do you not?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. It, it, it resembles a, A brown bear, like the larger of the two,
0: definitely looks like evidence. There's probably bits of hair and stuff that we can find. Mm -hmm. find. Okay, yeah, it
2: it it, it certainly doesn't look like anything reptilian (laughs) or anything like that. Definitely looks like a bear attack.
0: Yeah, brown bear, I would say. All right. Uh, Well, let's find this. We find the kid, though, huh?
2: Yes. Yes. He's he's been mauled by the bear, did not survive it. Um, your initial assessment as well as the, well the doctor's not with you, your initial assessment is it looks like he died falling from the horse. It looks like his neck was broken before he was mauled. Mm. But he was hauled off into the woods and possibly wild guess the sounds of the vehicles coming might have frightened the bear off.
0: Well, let's see if we can find this. I don't know if, we, if, if people in the town want to find this bear and kill it.
2: No they state they, they, they know about the bears they say it's it's absolutely an issue especially in the springs when they wake spring when they wake up and they're hungry um, so I mean they certainly they, they they know of the bears it's not it's not always one bear and it's been an issue for a number of years here.
0: Uh, I would just think that once it's got the taste of human flesh you'd want to kill it so that it doesn't try this again. teach it a lesson <laughs> yeah. um Oh my God, how horrible. Should we do uh, sanity checks? Yes.
5: Any, any bear checks?
2: Uh, yes. It's, it's freshly moist. Not moist, but I mean it's a damp part of the soil. It's almost marshy in this area around the trees.
0: <sighs> I got a two. I'm a heartless fucker.
1: <laughs> I got a 63. I moved, but stable.
4: Uh, I got a 66. I'm 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 okay. Just anybody who fails takes one.
2: You've seen worse. Yeah. It's horrific, mm-hmm. but child.
0: Yes. Oh, what a horrible, horrible tragedy! Now there's going to be a, a big to do in the town about the child getting killed, and mm-hmm.
2: well. I'll assume that. I mean, the investigations are going on. You, I, I, are you going to where are you going to head after this? I mean, there's a lot of town folk who are showing up now, and the family's crying and upset and such.
4: Well, I'm, I'm gonna, go I'm sorry, I'm gonna walk the horse back to the Chalmers, because um, yeah, to sa- let let April know that I saved a horse. I'll go
3: back to and see if I can talk to April. I guess next time.
2: Well, you can, you can all certainly, if that's where you're heading, head back to the Chalmers. Uh, the doctor is checking over April. She's only slightly bruised from being knocked from the horse. So she landed in a bush. She got scratched up a bit, but not attacked. Uh, she's crying, crying, crying. The boy was her best friend, her only real friend, she says. And the boy's been killed by the horrible bear. And she's, she hates bears, absolutely hates bears, terrified of just every time she rides a horse, she wants to ride with the boy because... They've heard noises in the woods before, and her mother has told her always to ride on the road, not in the path. But the boy and her thought it would be safe because it was a nice sunny day, and she's very upset.
0: God, I'm so How sorry. That... So uh, you're going to talk to April. After you talk to April, I think that we should all go take a look at that. Uh, uh, the 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 guy saw a hut or something out there. There's something out in the woods. Uh, we need to go investigate to the north to the north mm-hmm. roadway that goes past the chalmers quite
2: far north it is oh, not quite far but i mean it's it's a ways north it's a drive you go past the chalmers it's where you've traveled the night to try it when you're trying to follow whatever you saw in the sky um as, as you it, it's easy enough after you it's 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 later on the day but it's not certainly not uh dark yet so it's closer to dinner time you're traveling up the road and it is slightly off the road. There is a, a bit of a roadway ends, and then it's an old roadway. And then there's, as as described, uh, what looks like a slightly traveled path leading to an old shed beside a demolished farmhouse and barn.
4: Hmm.
0: Shall we sneak up to it?
4: Yeah, see if we can see any signs of life or something going on like that, yeah. You can sneak up to it; not a problem. You get to the door.
2: Uh, there is actually a functioning door on a hinge. It, it, could, um whoever is first to the door, could you do a spot hidden?
0: Okay, so it's me. Uh, Twenty. That's a good. One. That's that better than half. Hmm. Uh, you yeah, notice better than half.
2: Okay. Uh, you notice when you go to open the door that one of the hinges has been recently repaired with shiny new screws.
0: Hmm. Somebody's definitely out here. Somebody who knows door repair.
4: Um, Is the door locked? Can can I do a listen roll to see if I can hear anyone inside? Um, Yeah, sure.
0: He's listening.
2: <laughs> I thought it all froze up again because none of us were moving until I saw Troy blink. <laughs> Hard
3: hear something.
4: Um, I got 20, 20. on 20. So I just pass. You don't hear anything out of the ordinary. Wind. bushes. Okay. It doesn't sound like anyone's in there. So is there a lock
0: or anything or can we just open the door? It's just a door. Door handle. I mean, there's
2: like a an old... Skeleton key kind of lock hole. But all
0: right, so we just open the door and mm-hmm. look the
2: It's it's a small shed. It looks like like a potting shed kind of uh, kind of thing. Um, it y- there's nobody in there, but the floor is. Uh, you notice there's no dust on the floor. Like people, someone's been moving around in there, and there is the smell of perhaps coffee. Yes, coffee. And uh, it's it's almost like things have been moved. There's areas on dusty surfaces where it's like things have been moved out of there. Like there was something, things being stored on some shelves and things.
0: You think he was camping here? And then. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like someone has bugged out and left.
0: Oh. Um, where'd you see the tarp? Let's head over there and see if we can.
2: I'll, I'll give you that before, before we end for the night. It's, it's a little ways North again. It's a bit of a drive, another half mile or so, but you get up to it and there's like a, off of the roadway, the road drops a bit and some, and you see grasses have been parted. There's a, a object under a tarp. A quick look at it makes you think this looks like a vehicle. And when you lift up the edge of the tarp, yes, there's a brand new shiny car underneath black sedan, and uh, there's some boxes piled up around it that had some food supplies in it and uh, like canned goods and such and uh, yeah, that's generally it.
3: It's like our tramp wasn't much of a tramp,
0: not with a car like this mm.
2: The keys are not in it.
0: Mm. I was going to take the
2: keys. <laughs> So let's call it that for the night then.
0: Okay? All right, it's a good spot. Cool. Our players, sorry. Okay, our players included Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, Zane Fleming, Troy Wheeldryer, and myself with Sean Little as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently trying to produce four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our ladies' shows and leave us some comments. We like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.